Race fans, it's time for those most famous words in motorsports. Driver, start your engine! What's up, everybody? Mike on the mic. Mike Mueller with Reaction Time Sports Podcast. We're going to recap the Hangtown 100. Has Kyle Larson lost his step? Can he flip the switch coming into Merced Speedway? We preview that with Turkey Night. Also, breaking news in the world of outlaws. What's up, everybody? This is the crew chief, Mark Meyerhoff here. Crew chief of John Lewis, 69S. Reaction Time Sports Podcast, Nodwing Sprint Car. We're going to do something crazy. We're going to try to recap Vikes vs. Packers. Mike on the mic doing sports. Lord help us. Our better late than never NASCAR championship recap. And what are you thankful thankful for this Thanksgiving? Episode 63 of the Reaction Time Sports Podcast. Now! Happy Thanksgiving. It's Thanksgiving week. It is. Ready for some turkey? I am, man. Turkey Derby. Turkey Derby. Turkey in my belly. Turkey night, Saturday night. It's going to be a good weekend. It's a lot of turkey this week. What's your favorite condiment on the Thanksgiving platter? Ooh. Like, what am I, like anything? Like sides. Besides the turkey? All of it, yeah. What's your favorite? So, it's got to be the cheesy mashed potatoes. You are a potato guy. Oh, man, so good. They're some of the best. If you get that with, like, you go and get the little mini Hawaiian buns. Oh, the Hawaiian rolls. Oh. Killer. Oh. Doesn't get any better. Oh, my Lord. You ever make a sandwich, like turkey, all of it, just take it down? Oh, yeah. Like mini White Castles Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. That, that's what they... Ooh. You should email them. Email them. Have you ever had White Castle stuffing? No. Yeah, so they cut the White Castles up and use that as the croutons in the stuffing. What? Yeah. You're kidding. Swear to God, look up the recipe. <laughs> I'm going to be on the Google machine as soon as this episode's over. Well, Mark's making his first dish this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. You know what I just realized? What's that? When we cut the opener, yep. I think I might have said episode 63. You did say 63. It's 64. Well, there you go. <laughs> Whoops. One short. I can't keep track. I went I went back to the old 6.30 to 3 o'clock gig today. Back on the clock. Yep, back on the clock. They called us in. There's work to be done. Got to make that money. Fired up the old router machine. How was it back at work? Eh, it was fine. You know, it was a nice, you know, you couldn't ask for anything better. Just a nice way to ease you back in. You know, after having like almost a month off. Right. You know, just ease you back in. Nothing crazy. Wasn't hucking no like 18 gauge. Just put the stuff on the machine, hit go. Oh, can't beat that. Nice three day work week this week. Simple. You're lucky. Can't go wrong. Not at all. I should have returned the question. What's that? What's your favorite? side condiment when it comes to turkey day man i like stuffing you like the stuff yep i'd say stuffing not a huge turkey guy really would you rather have a holiday ham i would do ham prime rib i think we're having this year over at my mom's prime rib yep really so prime rib probably some stuffing some cheesy potatoes green bean casserole 
probably dump, you know, probably spill some Coors Lights throughout that whole day. So that, that it usually happens. Yeah, watch some football. It's gonna be it's gonna be good. I'm looking forward to it. Here's one for you. What's the most bizarre thing? And I'm not gonna limit this because I have one. This is kind of crazy. What's the most bizarre thing that you've had on a holiday, like gathering for dinner? I had some stuffing one time that was literally like eating trail mix. There was like cranberries and walnuts and some weird stuff in it. But yeah, me and my brother joke, it was uh, trail mix stuffing. So every year we're like, hey, you got any more of that trail mix stuffing left over? But definitely the weirdest thing. Yeah, that does not sound like it would be normal. I mean, it wasn't bad. I was younger. Probably now it'd probably be pretty good. But yeah, I'm out. Interesting. How about you? So Christmas one year, this is at my grandparents' house. I don't know if that Thanksgiving if we were on budget cuts <laughs> or if my grandma just said F it. Right. I ain't doing it this year. And so unbeknownst to anybody, we you know we all gather, the whole family's there and whatnot. And right. Normally when you walk in the door, there's a spread. Okay. There's a there's normally a spread. Yep. You yep. got you know, you got you got the, the cheese and the meat tray, the you crackers. got some cookies, crackers, just little knickknacks to, to snack on. Right. Before the main course. Yep. Walking, there's nothing. 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 I'm like, whoa, what's going on here? Like, I'm looking forward to the the green bean casserole. I'm looking forward to the potatoes. I'm looking forward to the turkey. She said, no, this year we're ordering pizza. No way. Not kidding you. Christmas. What place? Pizza Hut. Really? No joke. That's awesome. (laughs) Nobody knew this. No. Jeez, wasn't in the uh, itinerary? Uh, no, it was not in the itinerary. <laughs> Speaking of which. Oh, that's funny. I want to talk about that for a minute. Let's do it. I'm not going to talk about the itinerary part. But so for Thanksgiving this year, we're going back normal. We're, right. we're back to having normal food. Less marinara. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> going to miss the breadsticks, though. Yeah, yeah. Get this itinerary from my grandmother. God bless her soul. She's a, she's just a sweet woman. Is this the same one that ordered pizza? Yes. That's even better. That's <laughs> even better. Yes. Love her to death. Sends the itinerary out, giving me giving everybody in the family a play-by-play of how Thursday is going to go down. Okay, cool. If yep. that's what she wants to do, I respect that. The thing that got me was dinner. 10.30 a.m. <laughs> what? A little early. I mean, that's brunch for me. I don't know. I got to say, I don't know about you, but I don't want to be having turkey at 10.30 in the morning. You have like a turkey eggs Benedict or something. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. So what's, I didn't even update you about this. Okay. So I forgot to tell you about this. So all of a sudden I get an email late last night. It's grandma. That's the best. Sending a, a secondary reply to her e- original email going, I've, it's been brought to my attention that I might have dinner scheduled a little too early in the day. Really? Yeah. She bumped it back 15 minutes or what? <laughs> no, she's thinking maybe more around 12.30 now. Oh, that's lunch. I can deal with that. That's fine. <laughs> well, I, I mean, just, yeah. I just want to know who said something. Wasn't you? It wasn't me. Ooh, I'm not going to be the one to... I'm not ruining Thanksgiving. I'm not ruining. I'm not ruining Thanksgiving. I'm not going to make her think that she didn't do something right. Right. If hey, if she wants to have dinner at ten thirty more now, granted they're eighty one years old, so it's like mid afternoon for them then. Exactly. 
And that's what it's going to be. I just want to know who said something. I have a feeling I know who it is. I'm going to find out on Thursday. Next week, tune in. Breaking news. The mystery will be solved. <laughs> Mark's Christmas. I, you know, I don't Thanksgiving. know. Thanksgiving. Jesus. Yeah, I know. I, it, it's that time of year. Uh, quick synopsis on my life. I have like 3,000 pit stops to make when it comes to the holidays because I have my wife's side. Yep. I have my adopted side. And then I have my biological side. I all have to go to this in one day. Now, thank the Lord, my in-law, my mother-in-law, decided to schedule for Wednesday night. Oh, that works. So in case anybody's wondering, no sports podcast this week. I'm giving The guys come back for one day, and I'm already giving them time off again. Hence okay. why we're going to have Mike on the mic giving you his Vikings hot take later in the episode. Get ready for everybody. But it's just every year. Yeah. Got to go here. Got to go there. I mean, it's like you can't. It doesn't work. I've done it for years. I know exactly what you're saying. It sucks. And that's the other thing, too, is depending on everybody's situation, like mine's an adoption. Some people, you got, you deal with divorce. Right. So, yeah, you got to go multiple places or, you know, your girlfriend or your wife or your husband or whatever. I mean, it makes it for a lot. And then on top of that, too, like, granted, me and Taylor don't have kids right now. And then you put kids on top of the situation. It's a lot of turkey sandwiches. I know. Yes. Because they're going to be like, oh, we got to send stuff back for the kids for, for lunch. So they got lunches. Dude, if they're your kids, they are not eating leftovers. No, they're not. <laughs> no. No. They're going to eat fresh, good food. Yes. From oh. your local China Panda. <laughs> <laughs> Holidays. I hope everybody has a happy Thanksgiving. I know I will, Mike. I'm sure you will. Yep. It'll be good. It'll be a good time. Good time. Put the Christmas lights on Andrew's house over the weekend. We'll have to post that video here. We did. We went Griswold on the bit again. Nice. Uh, we put Christmas lights on our house. There you go. And I'm going to leave it at that. Yeah, it looks good. Saw when I pulled up today. Looking good. Yeah. Looks good, Clark. Yeah. Well, yeah, I pulled a Clark. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> when you, note to self for anybody who's listening to this. If you haven't put your Christmas lights up yet, make sure that, one, you start at the outlet. <laughs> and, two, you have, like, some, torp- some type of schematic showing you which way your plugs are going. Because when you go and put the front, the, house, the lights on the front and then the back, and you got female to female and male to male on both ends... Hey, you ain't going to plug nothing in that way. Nope. And make sure you buy a two to three plug extension. Jesus. So you don't have to make two trips to Menards. Oh, my God. I was just so mad at myself. And I want to look him straight in the eye, and I want to tell him what a cheap, lying, no-good, rotten, four-flushing, low-life, snake-licking, dirt-eating, inbred, overstuffed, ignorant, blood Sucking, dog-kissing, brainless, dickless, hopeless, heartless, fat-ass, bug-eyed, stiff-legged, spotty-lipped, worm-headed sack of monkey shit he is. Hallelujah. Holy shit. Where's the Tylenol? That was me in my front yard. That's hilarious. That was me in my front yard. Did you ever get that Jelly to the Month Club subscription? No, that probably fell on the postman's in between his seats, and I won't see that until Christmas night. <laughs> that was good. Uh, yep, that's the official kickoff, basically. This is the fun thing about the podcast. You weren't, you didn't pop in until early, earlier this year, but now all of the episodes are just going to have a plethora of Christmas vacation uh, sounders. Oh, yeah, for sure. I got them all. I got it. I got everything. Let it rip. I know. I know. And that's the other thing, because it's a cool thing, too. And we already got our tickets for this. 
the White Bear Lake Theater is showing Christmas Vacation really on the big screen. That's cool. So we got the whole group going. You're included. Oh, shit. Yep, you're coming. All right. So we got the whole RTS crew, plus wives, all going. Perfect. Uh, we've got an entire row, basically, except for two seats. Nice. So if anybody wants to get the other two seats next to us, I think we're in, like, row F. That works. How just, many rows are there? Um, eight, nine. That's it? Yeah. I think it's probably one of their smaller theaters. Okay. Yeah, so December 8th, White Bear Lake Theater, 6 o'clock. Going to go to the show, and then maybe go out somewhere afterwards for dinner and cockatoos. Sounds good to me. It could be an RTS party. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, we got two seats next to us. Let's just fill the whole Let's just fill the whole theater. Fill the whole row. Let's do it. Yeah, contact RTS if you need a spot. <laughs> oh, I love this time of year. Plus, we got the new sweaters that we're going to be wearing to the theater. Yeah. Did you uh, see those? You showed me a picture. I haven't seen them, though. Oh, my. So, Taylor funny. Taylor bought. So, I, I originally have a Christmas vacation. Let me just put it this way. Christmas Vacation is the greatest movie ever made. Clark. Greatest movie ever made. You, you could watch that movie in July. Yeah, it's the best. So, I, I have a Cousin Eddie sweatshirt that it's got the picture of him standing out in the street in his robe, dumping his Dumping art. the sewer. Yeah, where it says Merry Christmas, shitter's full. Nice. And then Taylor, this year, she got matching ones, or couples ugly sweaters hers says where are you gonna put a tree that big nice <laughs> mine says bend over and i'll show you that's awesome <laughs> um, oh you can't beat that no it's my most favorite time of year well off topic but the bathroom broke at work like a month ago yeah so i put i had to put a sign on it usually they put out of order <laughs> you, i wrote the shitter's full clark <laughs> It was good. Uh, just the scene itself sets up perfectly. Oh, there's nothing better than a brisk Christmas morn. An asshole in his bathrobe dumping his sewage into my sewer. That's just the best. <laughs> Dude comes out for a jog. Shit, it was full. <laughs> oh, the bomber hat. Oh, it's the best. Robe. Did you ever, did I ever show you that I did that for Halloween? Oh, I saw it. Yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> Look good. Oh, man. It's just, it's like a cult following. It is. It is. It's the best. I think enough people have heard about my ranting about Christmas vacation, Christmas lights. Heck yeah. Thanksgiving ain't even over. I know. I'm jumping the gun. Let's do it. We got the damn tree up. Yeah, you do. Looks good. No presents under there, I saw. Yeah. Because I spent it all on Christmas lights. (laughs) (laughs) Christmas lights and three to two plugs. (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. Lot to get to, like we said. We got Vikes Packers, we got Hangtown, Merced, NASCAR, breaking news in the world of outlaws. Let's get to it. Let's do it. Let's get to it. It's the RTS B Mate, presented by the Racing Insiders. The Racing Insiders, your one-stop pit stop for everything NASCAR. Head on over there and get all their exclusive content with ARCA, Trucks, Xfinity, and the Cup Series at theracinginsiders.com or on Facebook at The Racing Insiders. Check them out. I say we do this first, just okay. because this is going to be hilarious. Let's do it. Last week on the show, Sports Edition, I had the boom and I had the dink in here. We previewed Vikings, Packers. Well, guess what, everybody? Vikings pulled it off. 34-31 against the Pack. Last second field goal, Greg Joseph hits it. Who would have thunk? I swear I figured he was going to miss that. 
Yeah, typical Minnesota sports. He should have missed it, but uh, he made it. Right, right. He's so, been clutch ever since that one he missed. Well, he, Zimmer probably threatened him with his job. Oh, I'm sure he did. He's been lights out since. But he, that's the thing, though, is he missed an extra point early in that game. And Crosby missed a field goal, so technically they would have been going down to tie it. I don't understand how that guy still has a job. He misses a lot. Like It's ridiculous. Is it just because his name's Mason Crosby? It is. I mean, he missed another one yesterday. Yep. And then he had that horrible game against Cincinnati. I don't know. They must just be giving him the salary minimum. Man, I don't know. But this game turns into a sneaky shootout. It was a good game. Uh, A-Rodge, 385-4. and four. Uh, Of course, Devontae Adams, seven catches, 115 yards, two touchdowns. Marquez Valdez-Scantling, 123 and a touch. Over on the Vikings side of things, Kirk Cousins just keeps doing... Kirk Cousin things, man. Like I, I, I'm a true believer that if this team had a better record, Kirk would be in the MVP conversation. Hundred percent. He's been lights out. He's actually been doing a really good job with terrible protection, and he just keeps slinging the ball. I mean, good thing he's got Thielen and Jefferson catching the ball and putting right. up all the big numbers for him. And you know they're outstanding. Yep. Yeah, there he's doing great. Yeah. No, he goes for 341 yards, three touchdowns. Uh, two of them going to Justin Jefferson, who had eight catches, 169 yards. One to Thielen. He had eight catches on 82. And surprisingly enough, it didn't feel like Dalvin Cook had 86 yards, but apparently he did. He had the one score on 22 carries. It didn't feel like Dalvin Cook rushed for 86 yards, I'll tell you that. No, I think he got that one for 40 yards, and that was about it. Other than that, it was just little stuff. But Jefferson should have had three touchdowns. They, they need to do something better with goal line cameras because it's ridiculous that we're in 2021 and they don't have cameras down there. He was definitely across the line, and I don't know. I think it was a bad call. Okay, Corey Cove. I'm serious, though. <laughs> it was bad. <laughs> were you listening to the Four Letter Network this morning? Yeah, I always do. It was brought up. Uh, I think Lieber brought it up where he's like, you know, it, it was a regional game, but it was one of the more top regional games right. on the week. But like you said, when it's not a national game, they don't get as many cameras. And I completely, I, we were watching the game over at Andrews. Happy birthday to Andrew, by the way. It's his birthday today. And yeah, I mean, there was no angle. Now, granted, you know, it was on a long pass play. Right. So the cameras weren't down there at the exact moment, but still, I mean, like to that, to me, that looked like a score. Yeah, it's just inexcusable. They got to do something. No, they do. I mean, it, it's ridiculous. Vikings get back to five and five. The pack dropped to eight and three. They've got another tough test coming up. They take on the Rams. Now the Rams are coming off two losses. They could be looking to be. They could be playing pretty pissed off. They're playing San Francisco. No, the Packers are playing the Rams. The Vikings play San Francisco. Yeah, I'm talking about the Packers. Oh shit! Come on, man. <laughs> I thought you were talking about the Vikings. Yeah. Ready to turn your headphones up? Jesus. Where's snare my headphones? There you oh, go. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm nervous. My palms are sweaty. I got mom's spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> Not in the TSR sweatshirt. Oh, yeah. I dropped a little bit. Uh, But, yeah. No. Back to 5-5. Five and five. Take on San Francisco next week. The team, the defense looks shaky. Yeah. That's scary. Yeah, I mean, if they can stop Debo, they got a good chance. Yeah, they got this problem. They have to stop Debo. Yep. George Kittle's healthy. Yep. Brandon Ayuk looked okay. Yeah, I mean, they've got nine people playing running back right now, and right now Garoppolo is looking like he can just be a game manager. Right. 
Yeah, he's not the guy that's going to go down there and win the game. But no, if the Vikings keep doing what they're doing, I think they got a chance to win. I mean, if they get up by fourteen and then coast, we hit down tie, kick another field goal to win it in the last second. I mean, it's what they've been doing all year. Yeah, I mean, it's been that way all year. Close games, close finishes. We've definitely come out on the wrong side of more of them than we've wanted. Hence why we're five and five. But uh, all around, good team effort. The Vikings have now accepted the fact that I think they're pass first. Yeah. And not run first. They look good passing the ball. Which probably just blows a bunch of steam right out of Zimmer's ears. Oh, yeah. He probably just hates the fact of that. Yeah, he's not liking it. But, I mean, they're doing a good job. The play calls, putting Jefferson in the backfield, changing some things up. I think they're going to be okay. They're going to be good. Yeah. I'm excited. Real quick, because we don't know when we'll have you on a sports episode. Okay. Might be soon, might be later. We don't know. Your schedule, all over the place. Your hot commodity. Can't keep track with you. And you're only contracted for this, so when you make special guest appearances on there, we just, you know, we got to take them when we can get them. Exactly. Your prediction on what the Vikings do the rest of the year. Do they make the playoffs? Does this team have Super Bowl potential? You're on the spot. Go. I think we will end up sixth, make the playoffs, play Dallas in the first round. They'll Uh be the third seed. Uh Uh-oh. We'll beat them, and then we'll see what happens. Probably lose by a field goal. Get a mid-round draft pick. I mean, just <laughs> typical Vikings, typical Minnesota sports. Uh, wasted on like some hat, like some offensive lineman that will release in two years, or another corner because Zimmer's got a boner for him. Probably something like that. I I don't know, man. They're playing good. If they can play like this and keep the lead and not give it away every time, anything can happen. We'll see. We'll see. It's gonna be good. I'm excited. So sixth in the sixth in the NFC. Yep. Play the Cowgirls round one. Yep. Get the dub. Get the dub. Second round, don't know. Well, I don't know. All depends on who you play. play. Yeah. It's going to be, I mean, well, they'll be six, so then they'll probably be playing the one seed, which will more than likely be the Rams. Well, there's seven teams making this year. Yep. Because the first the first team, the first overall team is getting a bye. Yep. So. Well, the six seed, seven seed will get beat by the two seed. Two seed will be Tampa. Rams will be the one seed. Then we'll have to go to L.A. and play the Rams. We, can, we can beat them. Yeah. They look beatable. Yeah. Anything can happen. Can they make a Super Bowl run? I don't know, man. Only if they're wearing their jogging shoes. Oh, boy. They got a chance. You never know. Anything can happen. Look at the Giants. They beat the Patriots twice. Right. Right. Monday Night Football night. As a five seed and a six seed. So anything can happen. So you're telling me there's a chance. Skull Vikings. It's been a minute since we've been on here. Me and Mike on the mic. NASCAR wrapped up their season a couple weeks ago. I haven't had a chance to talk about that. The deserving champion on the cup side of things, Kyle Larson, bringing home the ship. Elk Grove, California, the Asian sensation, Young Money, takes it down. 11 wins on the year, including the All-Star Race, Championship, Kings Royal, Knoxville Nationals, Prairie Dirt Classic, Chili Bowl. Lucas Oil late model win. World of Outlaw late model win. World of Outlaw sprint car feature winner. Kids stacked it up this year. Heck of a job. Darryl Waltrip even approves, which is kind of weird, but... <laughs> no, the kid was fast, man. It was cool. It was a good race. Pit stop. Clutch came out there. I mean, it, it was a wild race. Kind of boring. Not much passing, but... With the way the pit stops worked out, and I mean, I thought Truex was going to win for a hot minute. Hamlin looked good. Elliott got the lead. Larson was fading, but... There were different stages in that race where I was accepting 
faith that Larson wasn't going to win. So was I. There were moments in that race where I was like, Hamlin's going to win his first championship. Yep. There were moments in that race where I was going, Truex is going to get number two. There were moments in that race where I was going, Elliot's going back to back. Yep. So the top four cars were flip-flopping to where, because it was back and forth, back and forth. Now, during some long runs, Hamlin was better, Truex was better. Right. So that was at those points where you were really accepting defeat. Yep. That one of those guys was going to win it, because I didn't want to see either, either of them two win. No, I really thought Truex was going to take it down. Yeah. Leading there, I mean, if that yellow didn't come out for David Starr. Yeah, how did, like, your championship is decided by a piece of brake rotor. With 17 laps to go in the final race of the year. Off a car that's six laps down. And Kyle Larson, you know, qualified first, got the number one pit stop, and they executed perfect on pit road, and it paid off. No, it definitely did. I mean, that all plays a factor into it. Yep. So, I mean, it pays off. And it's not like... It's not like, say, Bowman was running like shit, and all of a sudden Mr. H gets on the horn and says, Bowman, spin somebody out to get a caution. Right. It was just, these things happen, and it's unfortunate that it had to have happened to an underfunded team car that's just out there turning laps to collect a check. Because David Starr ain't winning a race. No, five laps down, 17 laps to go, breaks a brake rotor. I mean, shit happens, but it just it's just crazy that something like that Happens changes the whole outcome of the whole championship for the whole year. But to to be honest, I mean the best car won the championship, so it's well deserving. Pretty cool for Larson, you know, comeback story. And oh, absolutely, kid I, won a lot of races this year. I think it was twenty nine wins in like eighty four starts. I mean, whoo. it's just it's ridiculous how fast he was and how many trophies he picked up this year. There's a big hairy American winning machine. That's about what he is, too. Well, I mean, and it just goes to show, I mean, yeah, Larson was the best driver. He had the best car. But, I mean, that's the kind of one of those things where, obviously, his name's on the door. He's going to get all the recognition. What I thought was cool about it is, yes, that caution does come out. He doesn't win the championship, with, like you said, without that pit stop. Not at all. So, you know, there's those guys are jumping over the wall, doing what they are paid to do. The fastest way they know how. To get him out there to do it. And that's where he, it's a team effort. I mean, and I I applaud him because he gave them guys a lot of credit. Yes. Where all the drivers are different and everything. And obviously, they're the ones out there wheeling it, putting their life on the line, if you want to say that. And, you know, they got the hard job. Yep. But you're trying to tell me that somebody that's over, that's jumping over a wall with a car screaming at you, depending on pit road speed, of 55 miles an hour around all these other cars still coming in and out of pit lane. I mean, those guys are just as much deserving as the driver, in my opinion. Yeah, they are. I mean, most of them are ex-athletes that are doing it, yeah. know, running the pit pit crew, and, you know, Kyle Larson's second quickest stop of the season. Yeah. Lost it out on the last stop. So. 11.8 or something like that. It's amazing. Oh, just crazy. No. Killed it. But, yeah, it was cool with Larson and Victory Lane. He's like, you know, I didn't win this championship. We won the championships. So. Exactly. So, to give them the shout-outs, like you said, it's pretty awesome. Kid's badass. And, I mean, I, I think if the Jimmy Johnson dominance was boring, you know, and he killed it, yeah. this is just the beginning Oh, with Kyle this, Larson. This is the Kyle Larson era. Yeah. Uh, he was already good. Yeah. Now I think he's getting close to being great. Yep. I mean, and we're just talking on NASCAR level. Yeah, he picked up 11 wins of the 37 races with the All-Star race this year. Right. That's ridiculous. It is, I mean, when you start getting one driver single-handedly getting to double digits, where there's only a handful 
of drivers on on that NASCAR list. Now, granted, a lot of those a lot of those names come from an era of NASCAR where they ran like eighty races a year, right? <laughs> but I mean, it's it all comes down to what this new car in twenty twenty do in twenty twenty two has to show for itself and what and how fast will these drivers adapt to the different style that this car races and we know kyle larson can adapt anything so i think he's gonna be he's gonna be a front runner right off the bat until more of the other teams catch up to him but it's gonna be fast i can't wait till daytona 500 in february oh it starts off before that you get the clash of the coliseum that's gonna be a demo derby it's gonna be wild i like the format they're doing it's gonna be it's gonna be good i can't wait to see it man no it's gonna be good it's gonna be good Carl Larson, your 2021 NASCAR champion. Two other champions crowned on the weekend. Daniel Hemrick, I think, stole the show for the weekend, picking up his first career win in any series. And that win results in the Xfinity Series championship. Guys finished second so many times. Had a stint in the Cup Series. Lost his ride. Goes and hooks up with Gibbs for a year. Wins the championship. And now he's going to college in 2022. Yeah, pretty crazy. Like he said, Poppy Banks been behind him forever, and he goes in and moves Sindrick out of the way. The cleanest, dirtiest move you can do on the last lap to win your first race, win the championship. Pretty cool for him. No, absolutely. Definitely. Uh, I know you, we watched it. We were jumping out of the seats. I definitely. Sindrick, you already got yours, man. You're going to Cup next year. Let this guy have it. You know, And they, they both fought for it. Nothing dirty about anything that happened coming out of turn four, coming to the checkers in that race, all clean. Yep. It was perfect. Yeah, I mean, if, if I was in Dan Hamrick's spot, I would, I mean, I would have cleared him out because I would have went in <laughs> so I can win the championship. I mean, he gave him a chance to get back at him. I mean, he could have spun him, could have did anything. But, no, Hamrick picks up the championship as clean, as dirty as he could. It was it was a heck of a race, man. He did a good job. Nope, definitely good. Congratulations, Daniel Hamrick. And then Hamrick wins the heartfelt story of the weekend. Yep. Ben Rhodes takes home the most comical part of the weekend. Unbelievable interview. He picks up the NASCAR Truck Series championship, and man, was that boy jacked. He was pumped. Bad mamma jamma. Yes, he was. (laughs) (laughs) Drinking Bud Lights. Oh, man. He said he's a lightweight. Nah, I think he proved it to everybody. Yeah, no kidding. (laughs) I was like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> too funny i was that's the guy i picked i was hoping for ben rhodes and he got it yeah ben rhodes kick he, and drive he did good job man your 2021 champions kyle larson daniel emmerich ben rhodes coliseum in february next gen car it's gonna be good it's gonna be interesting can't wait got a few more talks topics of discussion to bring up but you guys know the drill we gotta pay some bills let's do it we got Hangtown 100 madness at merced turkey night grand prix preview and some breaking news on the world of outlaw tour been the reaction time sports podcast this is cody emmons driver of the 33c superstock for kid cody racing and you're listening to reaction time sports and that ladies and gentlemen is what a sprint car sounds like when you're driving it I don't know about you, but that's what Johnny sounds like in the sprint car. 
That's what they're going to sound like at Ventura this weekend for Turkey Night. Last year, big, rough, heavy track. It's going to be wild. <laughs> Turkey Night. It's the best, man. It's, so they used to be at Indianapolis Raceway Park yep. in Indy, and they would do it Thursday, 100-lap asphalt midget race. Really? That's where it started. Why don't they do that anymore? Because they can't get enough midgets on asphalt anymore. I remember Turkey Night, and it's been out in Cali for a while now, hasn't it? Yep. Yeah, well, they stopped doing it when they were doing Oatmeal Wednesday when it was on ESPN, too. Oh, this is going way, way back, back. In Yeah, day. that's where it originated from. Oh, it's going way back in the day. Yep. That's before my time. Way before. Mm. It was I'm, good racing back in the day, man. There's nothing sexier than Asphalt Midget. There isn't. Those things are sweet. Really? I like them, man. They look good. Do you see that one of Tima's this year all pinked out with the shiny chrome? Did you say pinked? Yeah. Well, it was pink and blue. Pinked out? Pinked out. Pinked out. Pinked out. Pinked. Yeah. Pinked. Pink eye. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm going to stop you right there. JK. No, <laughs> no it's going to be good, man. Ventura coming up this weekend. Merced. Hangtown last weekend. It was great. Wild weekend for the USAC midgets. Yes, it is. And the points championship is tight. Really tight. Tight. Tighter than a $2 bill on your wallet. Tighter than a Toyga. All right. You never seen Austin Powers? I've seen Austin Powers, but I don't get any of your Austin Powers references. That's the second one. I know, and that's all of them. <laughs> tight, tight like a Toyga. Man, my favorite one's Awesome Powers when he's like backing up reverse, backing up reverse. He gets stuck. So I always say that. I'm like, oh shit, we're Awesome Powers in it right now. Somebody did that in the parking lot at work today. Really? The speedy delivery guy oh, speedy. shows up. And so there's so there's our shop, there's the road, and then or the parking lot, parking lot on our side, main drive, parking lot for the buildings on the other side. Okay. Oh, my truck's right here. Dude, like Pulls in like next to me. Well, he's an idiot because there's two cars in front of like the other building that's across the way. And okay. literally he backs up and he's Austin powering it just little Dude. by little. Not to hit my truck, not to hit their cars, not hit my truck, not to hit their cars, not hit my truck. Finally gets it. Speedied out. <laughs> Dude, and that's why every damn parking lot in the United States of America should have their parking spots 45 and not 90 degrees. Because if it's 45, you can do a 45 back out and keep going. You don't have to Austin Powers it. But if you go to some stupid-ass places like Target and Forest Lake, <laughs> and it's 90 degrees, you cannot get a one-ton short bed box in one of those parking spots. So I have to Austin it, Powers it out, in and out every time. I believe that. Does it make, like, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't go there because it's 90-degree <laughs> parking. I like 45-degree parking. Then they can do more landscaping. Do something. It's so stupid. <laughs> Tell me how you really feel. They put a fucking man on the moon <laughs> and a manhole in the middle of the road. Pull it together. I hit that one on Highway 8 every time Just I leave here. go to the left. I never. I do once I hit it because it knocks the steering wheel out of my hands. <laughs> it's like running over an infield tire. <laughs> It's just ridiculous. 45 your parking spots and put the manhole in the gutter. <laughs> and there is your first official mic on the mic rant. It took about seven months, but we finally got one. I cannot stand it. We live in two seasons right now. Dark and road construction and 
idiots that put holes in the road in the wrong spot. It's on like three seasons. Well, I don't want to talk about it anymore. You sure? I well, I mean, I can. You want me to? I don't know. You just fired up. I oh, like I, I this just, is new. I, I this, can't this is what the listeners it. have been clamoring for. I can't stand it sometimes. Forty five your parking lots. I was gonna ask you, is it just me or does it feel like the target parking lot in Forest Lake is just super, super crunched? It's stupid. Like even for my truck it's tight. Yeah, it's dumb. I don't know why they do it. They have cart racks every other damn parking spot. That's why I park on the back forty. That's what I have to do now. Well, that's not I mean, No joke. You- I parked in the back forty the other day when I had a snowmobile trailer, like the long way and took up ten spots. This idiot parked right in front of my truck. I had to back out. No I was common the sense. Only one there. No. Don't no. burn a box of rocks. No common sense. Nope. I wanted to disconnect the trailer, put it on that side, and park my truck on the other side and wait till this idiot walked out so I could see him. <laughs> you know, and he's probably just getting freaking two avocados and had to park way back there. Freaking clown. <laughs> you are hot, sir. Oh, man. Oh, my goodness. I'm hotter than a $2 bill in my wallet. This is good. Oh man, this is what I mean. Like, what you know, this is this is a part of the deal. You know, if something's got you rattled. This is a this is a this is a platform. I'm rattled to get that out there. Yeah, because you know how many other people probably are out there, and they're like, yeah, you know what? You're right. I am right. Target, you better watch your step. You already lost Kyle Larson. Now you're about to lose me as a customer. Oh, I will turn that red card in. I'll do it. Oh my Don't goodness. Don't make me do it. How do you go from losing to? The, the 2021 NASCAR champion, and now you might lose the 2021 UMSS champion, Target's going to be in a world of hurt. They are. And you know how dumb they are? They put an auto zone across the street. Should have put a Napa. You might lose Brad Sweetie Pie, too. <laughs> that was another question I had for you. When the hell were you at World Finals? Me? Yeah, when were you hanging out with Brad Sweetie Pie? I Larson? told you Saturday I had to go. I had media obligations. That's where... Okay, I was wondering. All of a sudden, the guy called and was like... Yeah, you just wanted to let you know we've got a scheduled flight. I'm like, who the f- is flying out of the hangar? Yeah, well, I told you not to winterize the jet. Well, we haven't yet. We started and then we stopped. Well, anyway. Might have to take it to Tulsa. There's some miles on it. What's in Tulsa? Chillabow. Chillabow. Yeah, I don't know. All of a sudden, some I don't know if it was you. I don't know. Somebody got a hold of this picture and you're on the podium with Kyle and Brad Sweet. Yeah, celebrating the championship. So it was pretty cool. Pretty cool to be at the Outlaw Banquet, get recognized, and you know do all that stuff for you know UMSS. So no, it was a, it was a pretty cool, fun time. What the guy? So Brad Sweet's got this badass like wooden World Outlaw trophy. Yep. Kyle Larson's got this big ass shiny crunk cup. Yep. From NASCAR. What they think of your plaque? Uh, I got an eight by ten old Enterprise banner with a sticker on it. So I mean. I don't know if they were jealous, but they did ask me to uh, serve them some drinks on it. So I had to go buy a round and use my plaque as a waiter table. But it was cool. I told them to put it on Larson's tab, so Perfect. the round was free. Did but you make sure, did you bring Caitlin a beer so she could shotgun it? Yeah, I also snuck a couple shots of Fireball when I was up there. Sweet. I'm like, hi, Jan, I'm, I'm waiting on table five. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting on table yeah. five, fifty-seven, six, one k 49. Yeah, put it on their tab. Yeah, they got it. Yep, they got it. No, it was, it was a fun experience. Looking forward to it next year. <laughs> next year. <laughs> You're killing me, Smalls. Where the hell did we go? We might we're, we're trying to talk about USAC National Midgets, and somehow we're ranting about 45 degree parking spots, and you 
waiting tables at the banquet. Too funny. <laughs> All right, back on track. Let's do it. Oh, boy. USAC National Midgets, point battle, coming down to it. Buddy Kofoid, Chris Windham, only guys left in play to win this thing. Kofoid with an 18-point lead over Windham, heading into the last week of racing for the USAC National Midgets. They were all west. They're going to be. They've been all west for all. If you do them, that's like three weeks. It's been a hot minute. Like, talk about a vacation. I could use a vacation. Yeah, you just went on one. You're partying with the Larsons. That was work. That was work. <laughs> It'd be cool to go out here and see these guys for them three weeks. That'd be an awesome vacation. It would be cool. And the cool thing about this is if you look at how this whole couple weeks has gone. Started out at Arizona Speedway. Justin Grant, Chris Windham pick up the wins out there. Then they went to Bakersfield for a night. Your boy, Michael Buddy Kofoid. Picks up the wins. Second in a row for him there at the Bakersfield Raceway. And he was fast. Got the point lead back. Then they go to the Hangtown Hundo. What a cool race put on by Matt Wood over at Matt Wood Racing with Matt Wood Chevrolet. Pretty dang cool for him to put up that much money. He also put up that huge midget show at Houston, so... Props to him for, you know, putting up big money for midgets and making it rain. No, absolutely. Three nights of racing. 15-year-old Ryan Timms. CB Industries' Chad Boat had that car hooked up, and he drove his tail off. Picks up his first ever win. Incredible. Amazing. And it just so happened that the Chili Bowl makes an announcement. After he wins. That the age requirement of 16 years old no longer applies nope if you are under the age of 16 you just have to submit your application your entry form right and then it will be reviewed by a board of whoever and you might be permitted entry into the chili bowl under the age of 16 which this benefits mr ryan timms yeah ryan timms gavin bushell there's gonna be a lot of big names that are young that now get the opportunity go run chili bowl right and if you think about it i mean look back let's look look back a year maybe a year or two maybe even three yep to these other kids that are racing right now that might have been screwed out of a year or two of racing chili bowl yeah jesse Cowell won the kkm give back classic and he couldn't run it the first year days and personally couldn't run it last year there was a lot of a lot of big guys that haven't been able to do it i think uh kaylee bryson brian wiedemann a lot of people yeah, shout out to Dayson personally too, man. What a wreck. Yeah, nasty flip Oof. for him, man. I know he's still in the hospital. Just hopefully everything goes well and yeah. we can get out of there and hopefully one day see him back on the track. Yeah, absolutely. No, it was nasty deal and whatnot. Long ways to go on the recovery process for recovery process for Dayson, but we definitely uh kick and wheel the car. Yep. He's uh kick and wheel he's gonna car. be one of the best, man. Kid was fast, picked up two wins this year, his first two ever wins, so was having a hell of a season and Really, really sucks. Nope, definitely does. We wish you nothing but the best, Dason, and we hope to see you back on the racetrack real soon. Night two. Yeah, some uh, some kid won. Young money? Young money. All I do is win, 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 no matter what. Got money on my mind, I can never get enough. He can't be stopped. Nope. Wins everything this year, and then he just shows up in his midget, starts seventh, brand new car, second night on it. Goes out there, drives that car so hard into the corner and just whoops him. So it's just, it's nuts how good he is, car control. But like I said, it's slow motion for him running all them wing cars, NASCAR, everything. But it's like, 
he's just fast. He's good. They Paul Silva, I mean, he's the best. They got that car working great. He's unstoppable. New uh new uh deal with flow racing on the side of that bad boy good looking car that car does look pretty good does look pretty good the cool thing you know larson wins friday night what i thought was cool he battled with another young gentleman by the name of emerson axum yep with petrie him and his old man it's a petrie motorsports car but his dad's doing a lot of the a lot of the tuning on that bad boy they got that thing working I'm a fan. So am I. I am a fan. But what I thought was cool is they're doing the podium interviews. They get done with Kyle and whatnot. And then they uh, they head on over to Emerson. Emerson's talking about the night and whatnot. And then uh, he goes, you know, I got to be completely honest with you. You know, I, I there's probably a lot more that I could have done to maybe try to fend Kyle off. But well, as soon as you see that 1K coming by, uh, I just kind of fangirled out there for a second. <laughs> That's the best. That's so cool that he said that because, I mean, it's the truth. I'd do the same thing. Oh, absolutely. I mean, Emerson's, he's got to be he was 16, 17, if that. I think he's 16. Yeah, just another young kid with a lot of potential. And he's obviously raced with Kyle a handful of other times at other midget events. Right. Uh, but when you're leading, and all of you guys have said this before, when you're the worst place to be is out in the lead because you don't know where anybody else is running. Right. Don't know what's going on behind you. You don't even know who's behind you. So that entire time he's leading, he's got the 2021 NASCAR champion, potentially the greatest driver on dirt ever, ever yep. behind you. You don't even know until all of a sudden Kyle yard sails it into turn one. Emerson's on the bottom. And all of a sudden you just take a quick glance out the right side and you see the one K. It's just got to be nuts. Like, giggity, said, giggity. Yep, pretty much. <laughs> he drove a heck of a race, picked up two wins this year. Emerson Axman, he's been fast. And, it is, you know, like you said, he's got his dad crewing. I mean, just what do you think he could do in a Keith Coons car? I know. Or a CB car or something. Right. right. I mean, you get some really good crew chiefs buying somebody like him, that kid was going to be even faster. Well, think about it. Look at it this way. He has ran some USAC sprint car races. Remember? Yep. For the with BC with BC yeah thirty nine BC and he's done a heck of a job in those and guys. he has wheeled that thing yes he has sleeper look yeah. out for Emerson Axum yeah I'm a fan so am I only reason being no actually I'm a fan just because of his body of work but you know when you're battling for the Indiana Midget Week Pool Championship against Kevin Swindell and you got Emerson Axum in your lineup mommy. I hear you there. That's where it all got started for me. I hear you. So I might fangirl out if I see Emerson at the track. <laughs> so, ah! Emerson. Emerson, are you a hero? Oh, let me help you with your homework. Let <laughs> <laughs> uh, it go to night three. The hometown kid, Justin Grant, takes home the checkers. Yeah, I own California's Justin Grant. He was fast. Ran second the first night, and that car was really quick. And he was happy about his podium and he led most of that race and got beat late and he kind of just said you know it's you know i'm fine with second but he's like we want to win saturday and that's exactly what he did he went out there and whooped him saturday he was super fast had that car hooked up pretty cool for him no absolutely and even like another interview that i thought was really cool he says i've been coming here since i was five years old yep dad bringing me in the gate watching these guys drive i mean there's nothing better than that no super cool like like you said, been there forever. BCRA midgets, 
wing cars, sprint cars, midgets. He's ran everything there, and then pick up his biggest biggest win year to date at a hometown track. Pretty cool. JG picking it up, and then the overall points goes to uh, Mr. Seavey. Yeah, Logan Seavey in the Tom Malloy number twenty five Trent Shoring car. He was fast all week, consistent. Picked up the overall points. Big paycheck for him. Really cool what Matt Whit- Matt Wood did for everybody out there. Absolutely. Look forward to next year. No, it's always fun. It's it just makes it even better when you've got like these random Tuesday night races. Doesn't get any better. <sighs> Special season. It's the best. The best. Especially, you know, you put up that much money, you get a good turnout, 50 cars. Yeah. Track was super heavy with the rain. Not much they could do. They got it worked out and slicked up for Saturday. They did a heck of a job to get everything in as foggy as it was, tacked up. Great oh, yeah. racing all around. Absolutely, absolutely. That was the other thing. I like. I have never like. No, bear with me. Like I'm still, you know, seeing all these other tracks out here that you know around, and especially when you got West Coast racing, whether it's you know USAC World Outlaws or whatever. It's past my bedtime. Yeah, Dave's going to bed. They did run a little late last weekend. So I I saw Placerville for the first time on TV, and I even said it to you. I was like, "Whoa!" And then you're like, "Oh yeah, World Outlaws." Ran. I was like, "They put World Outlaw sprint cars on this place." Place is wild. It's small, fast, and sprint car races there were they're pretty cool. I literally watched the lightnings the lightning sprints over the weekend for the support class. Holy crap! Those guys need to figure out how to drive. That was the bang bangers. <laughs> <laughs> freaking lightning sprints there's a dude still flipping his dick off oh my gosh that dude set a track record from the entry of turn three to that dude's right left rear oh and then they just they flipped dude he's like i said he's still flipping to northern california it was like putting a slinky down the eiffel tower it was, yeah, it was he's still going oh my gosh i was like and dude Two laps, caution. Two laps, somebody spins out. Two laps, somebody flips. Two laps, four car pile up. That was unbelievable. I was like, I mean, I don't bash racing by any means, but man, like at what point, throw the checkers. It's over. If you want to retire early, Mark, you start a parts trailer and go to (laughs) Placerville, California. I'll be selling hyper chassis like they're going out of style. It was just, it was unbelievable. Oh my goodness, yeah. I mean, and it, applaud all the track guys. They got the races in, but holy crap. Yeah, we did caution shots and I went to bed early. (laughs) (laughs) No, it was wild. A lot of wrecks. Overall, great racing. Badass. No, very good. Fire it back up tomorrow night. Two nights. At Mer- the Merced Speedway. Merced Madness. Hopefully Buddy Kofoid can hold on to that lead. I'm a Kofoid fan. Wyndham got his championship last year in the midgets. I mean, it would be cool to see him go back-to-back, but he's kind of been a little bit of a whiner lately. <laughs> so, yeah, Buddy Kofoid, I hope he uh, can whoop him. Yeah, me too. Pick up his first championship. Keith Coons Motorsports. Just be really cool for him to do it with everything that just happened with Pursley, So No, absolutely. And kid's got a crazy amount of talent. Yeah. So he's, good. He's super fast. He's from California. He's, uh, I think he's the next big thing. Oh, yeah. No, I definitely agree with you there. But, uh, you know, anything can happen any night. Kofoid could have a bad night. Wyndham could go out and get a podium. Yep. And we're going to have a complete flip-flop again. 
That's how it's kind of been the last four races. Buddy has a good run. Wyndham doesn't. Wyndham was winning night two, drove off the track, went to the back. Kofoid capitalized. So Absolutely. 18 points ain't much, but he's got a good chance to hopefully extend it, and he'll be sitting good going into turkey night. No, it's going to be good. Plus 360 sprints those two nights. Chase Elliott going to run a 360. Yeah, first time in a wing sprint Ooh. car for Chase Elliott at Ventura on Friday, I believe. The, it's becoming more and more regular. You're going to start seeing more NASCAR guys wanting to do this. I think so, especially the younger ones, just because they can be a better driver and more diverse. And you see what Kyle Larson's doing. And I think they're they're not jealous of it, but they want to learn more like he does on how he can drive a loose car and be so much faster. So right. I think it's going to be wild. Larson's also going to be in the 57 Works Unlimited car. So Paul Silva will be on the wrenches of that. So it's going to be a, be a good 360 race to watch Friday, Saturday. And then, you know, 100 Lapper Venture, a turkey night to cap off the USAC midget season. We're crowned a champion. That's going to be good. I can't wait. Last year it was rough. It was heavy. It was wild. I think Ethan Mitchell led like 77 laps in that Bundy-built Honda car. And then Larson got him at the end. So it's going to be uh, elbows up, cowboy up. It's going to be great. And Ventura, California is literally like, five miles from the ocean not even i think they pit the haulers like on the beach it's crazy i think that if you were adventure it's the commotion by the ocean yeah that's it that's a good one so <laughs> no it's gonna be crazy so when tides high tracks rough tides low <laughs> track smooth <laughs> we got to play the tide here guys yep, that's what they do same thing like over at east bay and volusia they play the tide because it's so crazy it affects the dirt oh i believe it so no i'm looking forward to it science it's gonna be crazy (laughs) nope it's gonna be another good one i know my wife is looking forward to this being all wrapped up (laughs) yep monday night football tuesday night merced Merced. wednesday night merced thursday thanksgiving (laughs) turkey football all day oh yeah football yeah friday Merced, no, there's nothing going Ventura. on Friday. No, that's Saturday. No, Ventura with the 360 wind cars Friday night and practice for turkey night. What? Yeah. And then Friday. And then that's it. Turk or Saturday, turkey night, Grand Prix. And then it's all over. Then it's over. It's over. Till the Jason Leffler Memorial at the coin. Illinois. Illinois. My home state. Dirt in December. Coming up, Gateway Dirt Nationals presented by Flow. Track officially being put together as of today then they released some uh late model drivers for the prelim nights some stacked fields that's gonna be awesome damn 1100 entries so far for the tulsa shootout that's just insane nutty it is just complete just complete madness uh, it's the it, i just i'm all lost for words i am it's gonna be good though i like watching the features and micros they put on a heck of a show well, hopefully the lightning sprint guys can get it figured out. Yes. Breaking news, and we're talking breaking news on the World Outlaw front. Roth Motorsports 83 car. Been on the World of Outlaw Tour for a long time. Dennis Roth, Roth Cattle Company, announces a new driver for the 83 car. And it sounds like it's James McFadden moving over. Whoa. From Casey Kane Racing to the 83. Whoa. Looks like he's bringing the crew chief and a couple crew guys. So don't wow. really know. There's going to be kind of an alliance there with the Case Kane Racing, but definitely sp- surprise breaking news. Wow. So we'll see what happens with the nine car. Wow. Maybe Casey will go full time. 
Wow. Maybe a run part schedule, have a higher gun. Wow. You never know. That caravan trailer is number nine, blue. Wow. James McFadden's out. Looks like Casey will have to find a new Outback Steakhouse. Punch card wow. member holder. <laughs> oh, God, God, blue onion. <laughs> so, pretty cool opportunity for James McFadden. Wins rookie of the year this year. Picks up, picks up a couple wins. Goes over to the Roth car. I mean... Good opportunity. Yeah, great opportunity. Unlimited money. I mean, like they say, man, they hold that seat in with Velcro over there at the Roth car. So, well, they do. Hopefully, you can make it all year. Have a great year. You know, build a huge friendship and, you know, long term deal over there. I mean, he, he's good. And now that there's unlimited money behind him, I mean, like there is at Kane, but they don't care. I mean, it's checkers or wreckers. Right. Over at the 83 car. So, well, I'll just go get Ron Reitzel's chassis. Yep. The question of the day. What what's gonna happen to the nine over at Casey Kane Racing? I don't know. Rumors are floating around that they're gonna shut it down. Maybe Casey out on part time. Who knows? I did hear maybe Macri. Ooh, you know who knows? I mean, if I was Casey, I mean, I'd try and get like Kerry Madsen. I mean, he proved he still got it. You really think he would go for Kerry? You really think Smoke's not gonna gonna let him go? Man, I I what I really hope happens is Smoke puts him in that full car full time because he, he did a heck of a job. He should. That's he what absolutely I would should. And hey, shout out to Smoke getting married over the weekend. Yeah, him and Miss Leah Pruitt tying the knot. Pretty crazy. Wedding bells are ringing. Yep, that's uh pretty wild for Smoke, but who would have thunk? I did not. I never thought I'd see it. No. Nope. Well, Tony, what angered you at the end of the race? What did you take issue with? What the hell do you think I was mad about? Don't this guy got married. Runs yeah. Clear down to the infield. This guy. He wants to about everybody else, and he's the one that drives like a little. Oh. Bust his ass. Thanks, Tony. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's the best sound clip ever. Uh, old Smoke tying the knot. What a funk. Smoke starting a NHRA team. NHRA team. Yep. Top feel and funny car. I see what I see what Leah's doing. Oh yeah. Oh, I see what's going yeah. on. <laughs> Just kidding. They're truly in love. Yeah. We're running out of stuff to talk about with racing, man. Dude, it's getting to the end. It's like next week. It's over. It's uh, it's a sad time of year. It really is. It's Daylight fair. savings time. Yeah, you came in pretty pretty depressed. You're like, it's so dark out. It's ridiculous. I literally get to work and it's dark. I walk out of work, it's dark. It's so dumb. You guys got to get some windows over at that shop. It's like a casino in there without gambling. <laughs> you never know what time it is. It's always dark. How long have I been working for? Yeah. Casinos are funner, though. Drinks, cocktail waitresses, gambling, my work, metal, no drinks, water. <laughs> it's depressing. Uh, we'll just think you only have two more days and then you get a four-day weekend. Yep, nice short week, four-day weekend. It's going to be good. Yeah, man. No, it's going to be good. I think it's going to wrap it up for the RTS B-Main presented by the Racing Insiders. And I think that's going to do it for all of us here at Reaction Time Sports. It's going to be a quick episode tonight. Get us out of here. Get us all back home to our families. Thanksgiving week. Got to get the turkey ready. Get the sides. Mashed potatoes. The stuffing. Thank God it's not a Pizza Hut pizza. Right. The pizza buffet. And I'm not eating at 1030 in the morning. Nope. Got it all figured out. Yes, sir. Real quick. What are you thankful for this Thanksgiving, Mike? Uh, probably more than anything. Probably thankful for my health getting older my health's still good everything's going well so it's about it 
No, I'm pretty happy for that. You can't ask for more than that. No, nope, not at all. How about you? Thank you for my wife. She puts up with my dumb ass. <laughs> T-Swizzle homie. Yep. I don't know how she does it. I would have left my ass a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> nope, thankful for her. Thought it was a good year, man. It was yep. a good year. Had a lot of fun. You know, we've still got, you know, a month left in the calendar year or whatnot, but just uh, good friends, good family, good times, great oldies, cool 108. Pretty much <laughs> sums it up. <laughs> right on. Got to give a big shout out to all of our wonderful sponsors that help us on each and every episode. DK Designs. The Racing Insiders. TCB Speed North. Scott King Designs. Taylor Jolene Photography. Mueller Jewelers. Soda Sports. Also follow us on all of the major podcast apps, including Apple Podcasts. Google Podcasts. iHeartRadio. Spotify. Make it happen. Like, listen, follow, click, share, do it all. Your little clicks help us huge. Absolutely. Especially, too, like we said, in the spot. Head on over to anchor.fm as well if you are searching the Reaction Time Sports Podcast. All of our episodes are there. Anchor.fm backslash Reaction Time Sports. You can also leave us a message there, too. A little voicemail. We'll play it online. We haven't gotten one yet. I'm waiting. Who wants to be first? Make it happen. If you are the first person to leave us a voice message on anchor.fm backslash reaction time sports that's how you get there there's a little message icon whoever is the first person to leave us a voice message will get a free reaction time sports t-shirt sizes remaining large and extra large that's all i got but you'll get one heck yeah somebody leave us a voicemail doesn't get any better if that shirt doesn't fit you put in a stocking give it to somebody else they make perfect stocking stuff stock stocking stuffers stocking stuffer rts t-shirt leave a voicemail make it happen make it as some little future podcaster out there would die for that yeah they would great be amazing you know that's the other thing too holidays right around the corner i gotta give a shout out let's do it mueller jewelers man that's where you gotta go yeah you gotta go to mueller jewelers yeah gotta give a shout out to them this is their type of seat this is their time of season absolutely get her smearings necklace necklace bracelet i, I just said necklace i know but yeah. i was saying it when you were saying it. it's not it was already coming out so <laughs> little, yeah swing in little diamond pendant make it happen it's their time of year man yeah it is reaction time sports facebook instagram twitter like follow share subscribe download swipe right swipe left you name it do it from all of us here at Reaction Time Sports, me, Mike, Andrew, Joey, T-Swizzle Homie, we want to wish every single one of you, all of our listeners, all of our sponsors, all of our fans, a happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. It's been the Reaction Time Sports Podcast, episode 64. 64. Right here. See ya. You still here? It's over. Go.